following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Main Street Sports today on the program. We'll be joined by Main Street Preps. Zach Womble covers high school sports in Sumner County. Also has an opinion or two on other sports topics. We'll hear from him coming up in just a little bit. Also, Chip Walters with his weekly visit. All things Blue Raiders and more around 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, we got our daily Braves update as well. Hey, we got a dub last night, Chris. We got a dub in the Big Apple. So a tippy-toe back off that ledge, at least for today. No, he's shaking no. his head. No? Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that this day in Braves history as well. Plus the dark side of NIL and the portal. Mm, lots of interesting topics around this and uh, things that happen because of that. And it is Top 5 Tuesday. And that means we've got an engaging topic. Top 5 TV slash film moms because why chris mother's day mother's day is coming up and we want to honor them as well so that's coming up this weekend all that and more coming up right now on main street sports today jp plant filling in for the hall of famer mo Patton, who is uh sitting by the pool somewhere sipping on something cold with the shades on his future so bright so bright chris Sundrop Kid from Alabama over there. Uh, as we welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Main Street Sports today. It is a Tuesday edition, a top five Tuesday. And boy, what a great day it has been so far. What a fantastic lunch we had. Mm. Friday Night Bites, folks. If you're not following Friday Night yeah. Bites TN on Instagram, at Friday Night Bites TN or Friday Night Bites on Facebook, you should be doing that. Because it's going to tell you all the great places to eat in and around middle tennessee so we found a good one today no doubt hey no doubt good one it's hard to find it's hard to beat a good sandwich yes especially for lunch oh yeah but i'm a sandwich guy i am a sandwich guy big sandwich guy go to found a good spot yeah (laughs) no doubt check us out jp (laughs) yes our top story today Mm -hmm. does not come from the Tennessee Titans, but it probably should after some of the most recent comments from the current quarterback of said Tennessee Titans. <laughs> but we are going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins and his six-game suspension. Hello. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. It's half a dozen. Six games and... All because he decided to partake in some performance-enhancing substances. Mm. Hope the performance was worth it. Well, he says, I didn't know they were banned. Isn't that always the answer? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) They They always throw it down to their trainer or their, you know, their personal chef or somebody that's, you know, helping them out with this. Sure. 
That's exactly who it was. Should, I mean, shouldn't we be responsible for what we ingest in our bodies? You know, personal responsibility. Personal at some responsibility point takes 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 precedence. That's right. So when when was uh, this uh, allegedly? When did this happen? This past season? Um, when did he benefit allegedly from these PEDs or PES? However, we're calling them now. Uh, yeah. Um, so this past season, I, I'm not entirely sure. I'm going to give you his statement. Okay. It's a November drug test, so assuming yes. Okay. Today, the NFL announced their decision to suspend DeAndre Hopkins for as a result of November drug tests that came back with trace elements of a banned substance. DeAndre and everyone who works with him is completely shocked by this finding mm-hmm. because he is extremely diligent about what yep. he puts in his body. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Okay. okay. His October and December tests were negative. And we are investigating how the November test came back positive. DeAndre is committed to demonstrating that he did not knowingly take a banned substance. He has never once tested positive throughout his tenure career. We're currently testing every product he used to figure out how this could have happened. How could this have happened? And we'll release any new information as soon as we have it. Here's the thing. He's not appealing the suspension. You know that typically, I mean, on the surface, says okay, I'll, um, I'll, I'll take my licks and and move on, right? It's also the first six games instead of six meaningful games in the late in the year. It's true, where you're, you know, buying and jockeying for playoff position or something. How, just, just take. And how the much six is it? Done. Yeah, and how much is it worth to actually try to go through that to try to, um, you know, appeal and it may not be it may not be worth it. Hey, you may be like. You know what? I got six games of the season that I can um, just kind of get ease my body into this season, aka win off the uh, <laughs> what whatever it was that helped him last year. Well, my favorite is <laughs> my favorite is Twitter. When okay. something like this yeah. happens, I go to Twitter. Oh yeah, and apparently, um, at least. At least um, some reporters were fooled by a tweet that made reference to the scene in Dodgeball <laughs> talking about uh, Beaver Tranquilizer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, you know, it's... Well, maybe that helps some dodge a wrench. I don't know. Because if you can dodge a wrench... You can dodge a ball. You can dodge a ball. He doesn't want to dodge a ball. He just no. wants to dodge tacklers. Yeah. But, yeah, so... <clears throat> Sometimes it feels about, like, the same. So here we are. Uh, NFL has suspended him. Six and, games, huh? Yeah. I, I I know I'm asking questions that may send you scrambling, but do you have the Titans schedule or the or the because he's still with the Texans? Is that, where is he now? No, no, no. no. He, where is he, he? He he was part of that that trade to the Cardinals for like. That's right. Okay. Whatever. So I don't think they I don't think they play the Titans this year. That's, Obviously, they played them last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't think they make a return trip this year, so okay, yeah, they do not. And um, you know what? So what? <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny. It's not in my backyard, but no, that's well, I, you know, I, it is what it is. You know, I, I I don't think anybody's shocked when you look at DeAndre Hopkins, and right. it's you know, I mean, but hey, it's a tough sport, you know. Medicine is advancing and oftentimes advancing a lot faster than what these leagues can 
um, can deal with in terms of what should be admitted and what shouldn't be. So, yeah. Six games, takes like and let his body rest. He's he's on the backside of his career in terms of years. So let her go. Yeah, rest up, and he'll be primed and ready to go for uh, for that Cardinals team. <laughs> yes, yes, he will. Because they just added another receiver from Baltimore. Yeah, uh, Hollywood I, Brown, right? And that may be a big deal now. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Anyway, yeah. gonna send it back to you for a little bit because we need to get to Monday's results, today's schedule. Let's get to it on The Rundown. This is The Rundown. Let's do it. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners. IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners. Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. All right, uh, here we go. We've got uh, a busy day, as you might expect. Looking at high school baseball from the yesterday. That would be Clarksville 5, Dixon County 2. It was Davidson Academy 4-2 over DCA. Watertown 11-2 over DeKalb County. Grace Christian Franklin 23-4 over Franklin Road Academy. It was Franklin Road Christian 5-1 over Zion Christian. Nashville Christian 2-zip over Friendship Christian. Hume Fogg with a pair of wins over Glencliff 17-4. 2 to nothing in Game 2. Um, Glencliff, if you just switched those two runs, scores in the games, you would have won one of those. <laughs> Good pasture, 8-7 over Clarksville Academy. Gallatin, 9-4 for Gordonsville. White House Heritage falls to Greenbrier. 7-5 the final there. Hendersonville, 5-4 over Wilson Central. Stewart County, 20-3 uh, over Kenwood. It was Hillwood, 7-0 over Maplewood. Murfreesboro Central Magnet, 6-2 over M.L. King. Um, Mount Juliet, 10-0 over Cookville. Providence Christian, 2-1 over Powell. John Overton balls to Ravenwood, 13-2. Eagleville big over Summertown yesterday, 12-2. Summertown did, did defeat Waverly, 6-4. Uh, Nolansville and Tullahoma played to a uh, Zippo tie. Did the lights uh, no go out in Tullahoma? No idea. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they could have had some weather. There was some rain Very that well rolled through uh, the Mid-State last night, so... Could have affected them. Rossview 17-13 over West Creek. Westmoreland 11-1 over Christian Community. Softball yesterday it was Westmoreland 6-1 over Allen County, Kentucky. Uh, Westmoreland fell in the second meeting 14-5. Beach 13-5 over McGavick. Huntland uh, defeated Brentwood yesterday 3-2. It's a big win for Huntland. Yeah, it is. And softball, um, heck yeah. Softball, it's a big win. Zion Christian 4-0 over Franklin Road. Christian Station Camp 4-0 over Gallatin. Summertown big over Lewis County. 17-1, Stewart's Creek even bigger. 22-1 <laughs> over Laverne. Upperman with a pair of wins over Waterton 3-0 and 4-1. On the pitch yesterday, Harpeth defeated Cheatham County 4-1. Murfreesboro Central Magnet 9-0 over Lincoln County. Macon County 3-1 over Westmoreland. And Zion Christian over the Crosstown rival Agathos Classical 2 to nothing. College softball yesterday. Ole Miss wins the rubber match in their three-game series against Tennessee. Uh, down in Oxford, three to one the final yesterday. The Braves big win over the Mets last night, five to two, and now they're only five games back or so. With three to play in the series. Three to play in the series. There we go. Oh, it's a four-game set. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, on tap for today. Four o'clock starts in high school baseball this afternoon. Gallatin at Clarksville Northwest. Maplewood at Hillwood. Four thirty today. You'll see Stratford at Antioch. Hillsboro at East Nashville at five thirty. Upperman host station camp Westmoreland at Trousdale County. That's a five forty-five start time, folks. Trousdale County, looking at you. Smyrna uh, at Brentwood six o'clock. Community at Eagleville also at six. 
Portland at East Robertson, East Tigman at Fairview, also 6 p.m. first pitch. At 6.30 tonight, Hendersonville at Overton, also Clarksville at McCracken County, Kentucky, 6.30. Um, also, Henry County at Montgomery Central at 6.30. At 7 tonight, Mount Julia to Cookville, Harpeth at Creekwood, Greenbrier versus Dixon County, and Martin Luther King at Murfreesboro Central Magnet. Uh, playing today, check your local front office for start times. Softball today, CPA at Harpeth Hall, Lipscomb, that's at 4.30. Also at 4.30, Lipscomb Academy at St. Cecilia. It is uh, Joe Burns at Cheatham County at 5. Columbia Academy hosting Good Pasture today at 5. Also at 5 include Cane Ridge at Stewart's Creek and Creekwood at Waverly. Westmoreland at uh, 5.30 today will welcome Trousdale County. Uh, it is Mount Julia to Clarksville. Uh, Columbia welcoming community at 6 tonight. Dixon County travels to Clarksville Northwest. Kenwood is at Dixon County. Giles County welcomes Cornersville. Wilson Central at Greenbrier. Laverne's at Lebanon at 6.30 tonight. The following game, Siegel at Blackman. Rockvale at Eagleville, Shelbyville at Riverdale, Cane Ridge at Stewart's Creek. On the pitch today, 5 o'clock, you'll see Harpeth at Pearl Cone, 6, Westmoreland at Jackson County, Lawrence County hosting Hickman County, Cookville at Lebanon, CPA at White House at 6 o'clock. Just once. Just once, okay, yeah. (laughs) Double header, you never know. Rockvale at Blackburn um, at 6, also at 6.30, Creekwood at East Robertson, Dixon County, Cheatham County at 7. Also at 7, the following matches will conclude, or will begin, I should say. Good Pasture at Fairview. Uh, It is also Murfreesboro Central Magnet at Franklin County. Green Hill hosting Martin Luther King. Smyrna at Wilson Central. Mount Juliet at Laverne. Nashville, uh, that's Kip Nashville at Merrill Hyde. Page hosting Nolansville, Columbia at Rossview, Siegel hosting Riverdale, White House Heritage at Springfield, Camp uh, Station Camp hosting Beach, Oakland's at Stewart's Creek, Greenbrier is at Franklin Road Academy, and Clarksville Northeast at Sycamore. College baseball, uh, Tennessee midweek, watch out, hosting Alabama A&M, 5 o'clock on SEC Network, and at 6 tonight, the Hawk Vanderbilt welcomes Louisville in a, um, in a nice little rivalry that has... Uh, grown over the years. Major League Baseball, the Braves continue their series at the Mets. Charlie Morton on the mound today, or at least started on the mound, just underway. Um, like three minutes ago, first pitch <laughs> should have been thrown out up in the Big Apple. Uh, one of two today, and uh, the second game we'll see Kyle Wright on the mound. Um, it's, that's right, Peterson, uh, roughly 540 start for, that's a true doubleheader, it looks like. It is. Uh, no more seven know, innings. Yeah. One, uh, but it's uh, one ticket, get you in, yeah. and you're watching two. Yes. If you want. No clearing out. Uh, Sounds tonight uh, start their series against the uh, against Norfolk. And tides. The Tides. Peter, uh, Perdomo on the mound tonight. 635, first pitch scheduled at First Horizon Park in uh, Germantown, North Nashville. Uh, Preds. Grizzlies. Hope you've got two TVs tonight, sports <laughs> fans, because the Preds at the Avalanche at 8.30. That's on ESPN. Also at 8.30, the Grizzlies versus Golden State. Game two, it's on TNT. So get your two TVs going. Uh, you're going to need them tonight. And that is your rundown. It is brought to you by Jim Davis at GrowLiveGive.com. We got... The- Zach Womble coming back. So yes, we do. Come hang out with us. We will have Zach on the show right after this on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back in just a moment. 
Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, a look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Find out the latest sports news happening in Gallatin, Hendersonville, Portland, and the best, the rest of Sumner County with Zach Womble each week on Sumner County Sports podcast baseball softball tennis track and field and more zach gets you up to date with the latest in local sports news all across sumner county it's a sumner county sports podcast dropping every uh wednesday at one now i believe that's the uh, the latest uh wednesday at one on main street uh, media social platforms these same platforms and outlets that you're seeing right here uh it's the sumner county sports podcast with zach womble weekly from main street Media. Back to the Sundrop Kid across the room. Chris Yao is, um, you see a picture of Zach there, so. What's up? We'll, we'll uh, Not just a picture of Zach, now we have what? a video of Zach. Look at there. Yeah, well. Look at that guy. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to him, I guess, here in just a moment. So, yeah. He's looking pretty today. Yeah. Looking pretty today. It's a <laughs> solid day for Zach Womble. Solid day. Solid day. Yeah, I mean, look, we got. We got some interesting takes from the Titans quarterback today, some, mm. some thoughts. And so, you know, it's not exactly what I wanted to talk to Zach about, but I mean, it, it, there's no way we're not talking about it. So might as well bring him in and ask him, uh, Zach Womble of Main Street Preps. Zach, what's going on, man? Zach, you want to unmute your mic there so we can hear you. 
There we go. Sorry, I, yeah. thought, I, thought, JP, I thought you know, I thought JP was taking care of that. I didn't realize it was on my end. My my, my apologies. <laughs> you good? You good? Blame, blame it on blame it on JP. Oh, uh, wow. I'm doing, <laughs> I am doing well. I've had my head buried in uh, completing these uh, these new newspaper budgets for this week. So uh, maybe maybe out of loop a little bit. You guys are talking about Tannehill. Fill me in on uh, on what was said. I, uh, well, <laughs> the only thing that was really said that I guess makes any headway is that it's not his job to mentor Malik mentor. Willis. Is that is that what he said? It's not my job, and if he learned something, that'd be good. Yeah, I mean, do you blame him? I mean, isn't isn't well, that kind of what? Say, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure, this guy can come in and take my job. Yeah, no problem. I'll be sure to to set him up nicely. I mean. Wasn't that the same thing that Brett Favre said about Aaron Rodgers or or, or a lot of quarterbacks? Um, you know, I don't blame Tannehill at all for saying that because he's right. It's not his job to mentor him. His job is to go out and win meaningful football games. And as we all know, uh, he's done that during the regular season, but uh, has failed to accomplish those things in the postseason. You know, and I think you, you immediately say, well, what about 2019? It's like, well, you can probably look at Derrick Henry as the big reason that that they were able to make that run. But back to the previous point, you know, for all the things that negative I got to say about Tannehill, I, I don't have any problem with, with his comments or remarks uh, regarding Malik Willis today. I don't, I don't have any problems with that. I do think that maybe you just, maybe you don't have to say it that way, but he's also probably a little perturbed. How else would you answer that, Chris? I, I mean, I'm sure he was asked directly, you know, are you, are you going to help coach him up? I suppose. I mean, he he was led down the path of making that yeah. comment, right? I don't know what the question exactly yeah. was, but it probably was, you know, and there's a way to to skirt that question, but he's not a politician, he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. So maybe you just Well, we don't know the tone with which he said we it. Don't either. either. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying I think it's yeah. interesting. Um that being said, he was he seemed perturbed that he was not told about either. AJ Brown's trade or the Malik Willis move. And I'm curious if Zach has a thought about AJ Brown. I know. Well, <laughs> Zach, do you, do you feel like that, that, that hits too close to home? Didn't it Zach? A little bit. Do you feel like John Robinson is trying to ice out? Oh, wow. That captain chaos over here, Ryan Tannehill, or is it just, it's not, not only is it not his job to, <laughs> to, to to mentor Malik Willis, it's not his job to worry about what moves John Robinson's making. Yeah, I mean, to take a page out of Tannehill's book, it's 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 not John Robinson's job to tell him uh, whether or not he's drafted a quarterback, or it's not his job to tell him whether or not he's getting rid of the best wide receiver in franchise history. Um, you know, Ryan Tannehill should be worried about one thing and one thing only, and that's not choking under pressure when the playoffs come to town. Um, to which he has failed to do. But you know, I think Tannehill needs to spend more time worrying about his craft and less time worrying about uh, who John Robinson is bringing in uh, with the draft. Now, you know, I wonder how fluid that A.J. Brown situation was, uh, how quickly they knew that they were going to have to trade him and get rid of him. Um, and so is it a, is it a one of those things where it's like, you know, Ryan Tannehill's not in the state of Tennessee, so – um, you know, John Robinson doesn't have immediate access to him. You know, he don't he doesn't have time to make a phone call or send a text message or anything like that. So maybe if Ryan Tannehill was in the building for for voluntary OTAs, maybe it's a little bit 
easier conversation to have. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know. That's interesting, Zach. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to, to ask about that because there was news not too long ago. And I didn't make a whole lot about it. I was, you know, maybe a little disappointed. I guess you always want your quarterback to be around, but he was not participating in voluntary. Now, is anything really voluntary? I guess it is. But, you know, what does that say about your quarterback? And so that's interesting. If he was in the you building, know, maybe maybe he would have been. Yeah, maybe he would have, he would have known. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'll, I'll say this about voluntary OTA. Like, how much better is Ryan Tannehill going to get from voluntary OTAs? You know, so I don't know if there's any any progression to be made. I think Ryan Tannehill is who Ryan Tannehill is at, at this point in his career, regardless of whether or not he is participating in regular season OT or excuse me, in voluntary OTAs. Now you can obviously go with the whole leadership. You're the quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's a different, it's a different animal when you play that position in, in, you know, I can hear that argument, but as far as like for the people who say, you know, you gotta, you gotta get in and you gotta get better. You gotta make up for those three interceptions that you threw against the Bengals and handed that loss away. I don't know how much better Ryan Tannehill is getting from voluntary OTAs as far as his play on the field. Now, could you make the argument like it looks good for a leadership standpoint to yeah. be there? Sure. I, I can most definitely understand that that side of the argument. I think you could make the argument, guys, too, that now after the A.J. Brown trade, he needs to be in. You'd want to come in and get as much work with Trayvon Burks as possible, right? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, you want to get that 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 time in and that timing underway. And you know, let's not forget about our guy Mason Kenny. Got to get some reps to that to that guy as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think you want to get him in as soon as possible. His his sponsored tweet that went out <laughs> could not have come out at at a, at a at a worse time. You know, I, I made the joke that he was fishing on Old Hickory Lake. Obviously, he was not in the state of Tennessee because Old Hickory Lake does not look that beautiful uh this time of year or any time of the year i i might add but um speak from experience you know, here yeah I, optically you know that's the, like i'm not getting in you know well you know i say that and i'm ruining any kind of sponsorship that maybe the way that the parks department or anything like that could have know. with us but um but yeah i mean you want to get him in as soon as possible uh talking about ryan Tannehill just so he can start working on the timing with his guys and and hopefully try to get that bad taste of, of losing uh, out of his mouth. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see when he comes in. But, um, you know, just got to – it's th regardless of when he comes in, this is this is the year for Ryan Tannehill. I think not only does drafting Malik Willis put that on the wall that, you know, it's either put up or shut up this year because next year they've got the ability to get out of his contract. Um, and I think drafting Willis is, is just the opportunity to tell him, like, hey – Either, either it's this season is either make a break for you, either either do something in the postseason, or we're moving on from you. And so, um, drafting Malik Willis is is exactly what that says to me. You surprised that Malik Willis was the pick? I mean, his I'm surprised as far as Malik, his style of play. I'm surprised that Malik Willis was that far. What what did he go? 86. I mean, yeah. he was projected as a top 20 guy, mm -hmm. right? I mean, as with, high as two. Yeah, I mean, he was a first-round guy projection, regardless of, of which pick. So to see him there in the third round at, at 86, I thought maybe he might get taken in the second round uh, when they when they had traded up um, to get, uh, was it uh, McCreary, Roger McCreary, mm -hmm. um, out of Auburn. I thought maybe that was the pick then. But to see Malik, Malik Willis drop all the way down to 86 was a huge surprise to me. So I think value-wise, you have to take him there, right? I mean, just because he was he was so highly projected and 
you know, to see him sitting there, that's like, you know, that's like having, you know, in your fantasy draft, having, you know, Derrick Henry drop to the second round. You're, you know, <laughs> you might not need a running back, but you're taking him just because of value purposes alone. So, um, n- no, I don't, I'm not surprised at the pick. I'm just surprised that he dropped that far. Gotcha. Um, speaking of getting bad tastes of defeat out of your mouth, <laughs> Tennessee baseball, <laughs> after dropping that Saturday game and Tony V tossing the bat back to the uh, Auburn dugout, you know, very nicely returning that. To, they shouldn't to, have placed to, it in his dugout. To their dugout. I, I, thought, I, thought he, I thought he, you know, tossed it just the same as it was tossed to him. He just tossed it back, right? That's right. Yeah, just just giving it back, just returning it to their home. What's the old uh, quote in Happy Gilmore yeah, when he throws the rake into the woods? Just I'm just returning it back to where it came from. <laughs> exactly. So, right. You know, I mean, uh, I tell you what, Vol Baseball never fails to make a headline, do they? I mean, they are the if you root for them, if you like them, uh, like I do, you love them. You love the antics. You love the swagger that they play with. If you're a guy like like JP over here, that's a Vanderbilt <laughs> apologist. You hate them. And they, you know, you just think they're a bunch of cheaters, and they're they're bad for the sport of baseball, and that Tony V is is a, he crosses the line one kick too many out. times. Kick, kick him out. out, kick him out of the league. Yeah, banned you know from the what? SEC. Come on. I think I think that's I think that's what you I think that's when you're a team or a coach that's mm-hmm. what you strive for. Either either you're with us or you're against us. There's no in the middle, and I think that's what I love so much about Tony V is. He makes no apology. He makes no bones about it. Either you like the University of Tennessee or you don't like the University of Tennessee. And if you don't like us, I'll keep giving you reasons not to like us. So, <laughs> and if if you're on the fence, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make it easy a decision yeah. for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, they have they've been talked about as maybe the best college baseball team of all time, and and uh, that uh, alone by whom? Do listen. The pitching staff, the the pitching staff alone makes them puts them in the conversation. Period. Listen, yeah, they they do have an historic start. Historic start. The season's almost over, (laughs) JC. It's it's like the NFL draft, grading the drafts. Can you really truly grind down on the value of what you did until two or three years later? We got to wait until see what Tennessee does. If they win the World Series and continue on this path absolutely one of the best teams of all time. But if they don't win the World Series, sure, I don't know how you can say that. So I, I still think you can still say that. They're trending in this direction. I'll give you that. I, I think you, that. you could still, even if they don't win the World Series, yeah. and I think we could we could all agree that the season is made up into three seasons, or That's two right. seasons, really. Regular season and postseason play. And I think no matter what they do come postseason, I still don't, if they finish the season 44 and three or whatever it may be, I still think you have to acknowledge the greatness of what that was through through nearly no 50 games. No question. Now, now that could also be used against them That's right. if they don't perform in the postseason, mm-hmm. if they don't win an SEC yeah, championship, Ryan if Tannehill. they don't win, yeah, if they don't make it to Omaha. I think you use that against them. Is that is that my bill to, uh, no, that's, to that's wrap a, it up? That's a daily dinger. That, gotcha. That, yeah. it goes, so, in, goes in the post game. I, I, I think it goes. I think it goes both <laughs> ways. Um, you know, I think you can use it against them, and you use it for them, uh, regard or depending on what happens come postseason play. Yeah. Zach, tell us what to expect on the Sumner County podcast tomorrow. 
We got a lot of good stuff coming at your way. We've got District 10 4A softball champ Ken Crook joining the show. We've got spring football action. The biggest recruit in Sumner County, Kenny Minchie, just recently committed his talents to the University of Pittsburgh. So a lot to get into, our players of the week and more. So make sure you're tuning in to Main Street Preps at 1 o'clock to hear the latest from all of Sumner County action. Zach Womble, Main Street Preps, at Zach Womble MSP on Twitter. Go follow him. Zach, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, check out those A.J. Brown tweets, baby. Hey, (laughs) tweet through it. Tweet through it. That's right. That's right. I'm with you. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about – we're going to finish the conversation we barely started yesterday, the dark side of the transfer portal portal and NIL. So – Forward to. Stick around. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in. It is Top 5 Tuesday here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao, J.P. Plant, alongside here, as you can see us in our own little individual boxes today. (laughs) Got our own little box. Nobody puts us in boxes except you. Yeah, except me. You put us in boxes. I put myself in a box. 
you know, it's Cramp. it's probably best for us just to be in a box. To be in boxes, yeah. <laughs> we, we we need boundaries. We do need borders, boundaries, don't we? Uh, boundaries. We need you and I can stray a little bit. Any, yeah, no doubt. Especially without Mo here. Yeah, Mo's tends to uh, just to rein us in. He's our anchor. Well, and anchor down, and and yeah, he's not anchoring right now. No, he's <laughs> no. Selling. no. Acres are up right now. Yeah, he is. He's selling quickly. I don't know. He might be in Cozumel by now. Who knows? I don't know. Yep. Got his shades on. <laughs> God, it's so good. Oh, yeah. I'm quite happy about that. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Obviously, tonight, we talked about it earlier, NBA, NHL action, 830 tonight, TNT for the Grizzlies, ESPN for the Predators. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, We'll talk about that in the second half. Right now, I want to get into some college football and basketball. But first, Scott Frost issued a one-year show calls. Oh. Yeah. And a five-day suspension. Goodness. I'm not sure why why five days. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But apparently, they used too many coaches, too many on-field coaches a couple years ago. Hmm. So, okay. The violation involved a former special teams analyst who provided technical or tactical instruction to student athletes during practices, film sessions, and games. Because of the special teams analyst's involvement, Nebraska exceeded the 10 allowed on field assistant coaches. The violations took place during the fall of the 2020 season. Frost was hit with level two punishment because he was aware and didn't do anything about it. Hmm. 2020, this happened. Yeah, uh, NCAA did not name the analyst in question, but Jonathan Rutledge served as a senior special teams analyst before he was fired in January of 2021 because they stunk at special teams despite <laughs> his helping coach. All that extra help. <clears throat> Clearly not very good because there were 93 in the SP Plus special teams in 2020. They've ranked 111th nationally in punting, 96th in kickoff returns, 87th in kick re- kickoff return defense, and 105 in punt coverage. So, too many captains, perhaps, maybe, perhaps too many captains. Too many I, captains. I, I mean, not Nebraska's, enough soldiers. Huh? Nebraska has not been very good at anything. Yeah, you know, but they are the only team that didn't lose a single game by double digits last year. There's that. So they lost nine games, there's, but none of them that. by double digits. So. Progress, baby. It's like a little Giants. They gained a yard. They gained a yard. <laughs> All right. So remind me again what constitutes or what is this show calls? Is how is this going to affect him and this team? There's just a five day suspension and a he five day suspension. And he's not allowed to like like if they. It's kind of like probation. The proverbial slap on the wrist, right? Yeah, I mean it's. It, so he's still going to be on the sidelines. Still going to coach. Right. Uh, I mean, five. When is the five day suspension start? I guess that depends. It's, it's in the fall, like Fourth it, of July holiday. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I no, it's going to be during the fall. That's okay. funny. Okay. Uh, so a show cause, and I'm going to take this from from Wikipedia. It's administrative punishment ordering the NCAA penalties imposed on a coach found to have committed major rule violations. Uh, 
the school and coach are required to send letters to the NCAA agree, agreeing to abide by any restrictions imposed. They must also report every six months until either the end of the uh, coach's employment or the show cause penalty, whichever comes first. Uh, Basically, they're on uh, it's, double it's probation. secret so it's, secret probation. Yeah, it's it's just probation. It's uh-huh. just like if you go to the if yeah. if you go to court and you know you get put on a year of probation, you yeah. can't get in any trouble or you go to jail. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Super secret double probation. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I just thought that was funny because it, it, they can't even cheat. At least the Deltas had a had a, 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 a good party. They did. They didn't have at least. They made the most out of their probation. Well, I, I bet. Uh, there you go. I, I bet um, they're having some parties in Nebraska because what else is there to do? Although, you know, I hear, I hear Lincoln is a nice place. I couldn't but, tell you. Yeah. They can't even cheat and win, though. Yeah. Come on, Scott Frost. You're better than this. And if you're going to cheat, don't you're do it a special teams analyst. Yeah. <laughs> At least be a decent coach. Yeah. The guy you fired, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I want to talk about the dark side of the NCAA transfer portal and uh, name image likeness because, <clears throat> I, you know, and I mentioned this yesterday, there is there is some some issue to me with the idea that you can just decide I'm going to transfer to USC if I go into the portal. <laughs> because the it's not how it's supposed to work, right? Right. I mean, you got to file paperwork, get in the portal, portal, and, and then, then they can recruit you, and then the recruiting can begin. It so, doesn't seem like that's what's happening. Yeah, at least for some people. Um, it's the wild, wild west right now. Well, don't say that to Matt Brown because yeah, he he said Matt Brown from Extra Points, friend of the show. I know. Said he was trying to write a, an article about the NIL without using without using that wild, wild west. <laughs> And it's almost impossible. It is impossible. Um, I mean, it's it's not a you know, it's an overused analogy, but it's what people can relate to, and it is true. I mean, it's it's a new way of doing things, and 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 you know, the NCA, of course, as we've talked about on numerous occasions, Chris, that you know their uh, their oversight <laughs> is is less than uh, to be desired. And then you've got Mark Emmert leaving, and you know who's who's leading the ship, who's steering that thing. Um, there's, you know, there's just not going to be a whole lot of oversight right now. I guess my problem is you're talking about a guy who played in the ACC championship game last year. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a, a a team that was in the championship game of a power five conference. Who's thinking about leaving to go to a team that, Barely won seven games. And it feels like the, the, the free transfer is an, op- an opening of the market for NIL, for mm-hmm. one. Yes. And guys at Pitt are never going to get the money that a guy at Texas or 
That's correct. USC or Miami or whatever is going to get. The gap's only going to grow. So the gap is growing. Yep. And eventually you're going to have the the same 25 teams who are in, who are winning now. But it's because they've always been doing the NIL stuff without using the NIL. Yeah. They were just giving them the money without asking them to do anything for it. That's right. Right. And so now it's all unregulated and it's, it's legal and it's, I'm fine with it. Look, and this is, this is kind of, you know, it's kind of gone from boy, it'd be nice to see these guys earn a little cash (laughs) to, well, why do you care if big city wealthy teams poach small schools who operate their scholarship athletics at a deficit can barely survive? Yeah. This is what's going to happen. What's going to happen is every decent athlete from small school A is going to end up at big school A. Yeah. And there's no reason to go watch small school A because they don't have a a draw. So they're already operating at a deficit. Correct. This is the, I mean, I, well, this, I mean, I, I think this is the precursor to what eventually is going to turn into, you know, a separate league for the power comp or the power teams so in division gonna, one to where they're going to, it's um, gotta happen. And, and that's not a bad thing either, but I mean, I, th- I think this is obviously trending in that direction because you're right. Teams like Pitt uh, Vanderbilt, for instance, they can compete. Um, you know, other teams in Division One in these Power Five conferences, uh, Iowa State, Kansas State, they can't compete with a Texas A&M, with a Texas, with a Alabama, with a USC. Just can't do it. Here's the other issue: mm-hmm. Isaiah Wong, Miami basketball player. Yeah. I'm entering the transfer portal if nobody steps forward to give me more money and NIL deal. <laughs> his NIL agent said on Thursday. Oh, he's an NIL agent? Adam Pappas told ESPN Wong will enter the transfer portal if no deal new if no new deal surfaces. If they don't feel it meets his expectations, they will be entering the portal while maintaining his eligibility in the NBA draft and going through the draft okay. process. Uh he has a hundred thousand dollar contract with uh a South Florida billionaire, John Ruiz. Isaiah is under contract. He's been treated by Life Wallet exceptionally well, and if that's what he decides, I wish him well. However, I do not renegotiate. I cannot disclose the amount, but what I can say is he was treated very fair. <laughs> that means um, don't let the door hit you on your well, way out. Again, this is uh, this is mm-hmm. this is a. This is the player having full free agent ability at yep. any moment in his tenure. Yep. Period. Yep. That's a problem. That's going it to can be, be a problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he won't be the last. Exactly. He won't be the last. Especially if this works in his favor. Uh huh. Then it'll be everybody and anybody. Yep. Anyway, let's take a halftime break. Braves are playing. We'll talk about them on the other side of the uh, second half. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint returns after this. 